great grace tonight. Hallelujah, he's good. I said he's good tonight. Hallelujah. Woo. Anybody got a testimony tonight that he's been better than good to you? Woo. Are you grateful to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. Amen. They told me that there was a tornado warning tonight. Well, I've got a warning of my own that I want to give tonight. Sunday morning, three more were baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Yesterday, another one was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. I've got a warning to give tonight. I've got a revival warning for the devil in this place tonight. the first week of the new year and revival is alive and well you better get ready get ready get ready get ready revival's not on the way revival is here right now tell your neighbor neighbor this place tonight I said I got some faith in this place tonight hallelujah anybody excited tonight amen I, I commend each and every one of you for making sure you didn't let some weather report keep you from the house of the Lord tonight we got revival reports that we're concerned with not weather reports if you want a weather, a weather report, I'll give it to you. It's going to be Holy Ghost rain all year long. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. The rain is falling and there's no endings. You better grab your umbrella. Get yourself ready. Because the latter rain uh, is going to be greater than the former rain. Woo! Hallelujah. I, I feel churchy tonight. Woo! Hallelujah. Anybody excited about All Nation Sunday? February 25th, we'll be here before you know it. Make sure you get signed up to participate in one of the country uh, or continental booths. It's going to be an, an amazing time as always. Amen. And then I have just a couple of more important dates for you to remember. Somebody shout this Sunday. We will be in revival this weekend with Reverend Jermaine Irvin. Let's fill this house up. I'm telling you, God's going to do some crazy stuff in this place you don't want to miss. What's happening? It's good to see Brother Derek walk in the house of the Lord tonight. He's looking like a million dollars in this place tonight. Brother Derek, you mind if I share your testimony? You text me. 
you mind if I share your testimony? He texted me yesterday, I think it was, and said, Bishop, Sunday morning you were preaching and God was dealing with me the whole service. He said, when you got to that part of the service about things that are holding you back and you said you got to cut it off. He said, God started talking to me about these dreadlocks hanging on my head. He said, and the more I prayed, God kept telling me, cut it off. He said, so Bishop, today I'm getting a haircut and I'm cutting these dreadlocks. Hey! The Word of God is still... You ought to go ahead and give the Lord some praise. You ought to go ahead and shout with him tonight. says he comes up under headship and authority. Woo! Amen. My God, I forgot what we were doing before that announcement right there. Hallelujah. Oh yeah, we were talking about All Nations Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's going to be an incredible, incredible time and, uh, and, and it's going to be amazing. And, and then somebody shout February 4th. Sunday, February 4th will be Supernatural Sunday this year. Amen. And we're going to talk just a little bit more about that in the next uh, few weeks to come. But I want you to mark it on your calendars, February 4th. I'm giving you these dates. That way you make sure that anything else is moved out of the way and, and rescheduled and rearranged. These are, these are going to be pivotal weekends here at the Rock Church, and February 4th will be uh, no exception. Uh, Pastor Varnell will be back with us again on February 4th for Supernatural Sunday. And since we understand uh, the impetus of God's Word on this house for this year, we're going to come on February 4th ready to engage God's promises for this house. Amen, somebody. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Did anybody come ready for the word of the Lord tonight? I'm so excited. I asked one of my sons in the gospel to bring the word of the Lord to us tonight. How many of you thank God for the ministry of Pastor Naeem Hammond? Would you keep putting your hands together and give God a great big praise tonight? Come on, as we stand in expectation of the word, we want him to come and deliver the word to us. Preach, son. Hallelujah, somebody. Somebody give it up to Jesus right now. Come on, someone. We were lost, uh, but now we're found. Amen. Uh, come on, we were depressed, uh, and now we are joy. Uh, we have joy unspeakable. Amen, somebody. Uh, Come on, somebody. I said, we were dirty, uh, but now we've been made clean uh, by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm thankful to know who he is. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen, somebody. Amen. I'm so thankful to be here before you all. God has done amazing things in my life, and I just feel like I owe God my whole life. Amen, Bishop. Amen, TRC. I believe that everything that I ever went through does not compare to the, the joy that I have here living for God. Amen, somebody. I'm so thankful, and I just owe him my everything. Amen. Amen. 
I want to I wanna thank Bishop and First Lady for their amazing leadership. Amen. I'm telling you, without them, I don't know where I would be. The, the Word of God is true where it says that He has given us pastors after our own heart. Amen. And I'm so thankful for Bishop and First Lady and everything that they are doing right here today in this end time. Amen. Amen. You know, I am nervous tonight, so I, I don't want to be here before you guys too long. You can grab your Bibles and turn to the book of Ephesians. I also want to thank my family, my wife, and my three beautiful kids. Jillian, I love you. I thank you so much. You know, this is a prayer warrior. Amen, somebody. She's a woman of faith. Amen, somebody. I'm so thankful for her. Theodore, Eleanor. And Ian, please pay attention. Please. <laughs> and I also just want to thank the rest of the family that is here tonight. Amen. Those have been washed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Those have been filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And without you, I couldn't be here. Amen. I truly believe that. I said, without you, I couldn't be here. Amen. Amen. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 8 and 9, and it says, For by grace are ye saved. Amen. Through faith, and not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I'm going to go to James chapter 2, verse 14, and it says, What doth it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he hath faith and hath not works, can faith save him? You can put your Bibles down and let us all pray right now. And let's ask God to speak to us tonight. Amen. Jesus, your word is so powerful, God. Lord, I pray that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see, God. Lord, that you would, you would mold us tonight, God. Shape us, Lord. We don't want to live for you based off of our own understanding, but God, that we would live for you based off of what thus saith the Lord. Jesus, that you will use us today, God, and put this word in our heart, God, that those that come and ask us why we live for you, Lord, why we do the things we do, God, Lord, that we may be able Able to answer God. Uh, Lord, give us wisdom today, God. Your word says uh, if we lack wisdom, uh, we can ask you, God, uh, and you give it liberally, God, uh, and upbraideth not. Uh, give us wisdom tonight, God. Uh, let your word uh, fall on the good soils of our heart, God. Uh, and if our heart has not been prepared, Jesus, uh, let our heart be prepared uh, right now, God. Uh, take out the stones uh, out of our soil, God. Uh, take out the thorny places, God. Uh, we need you today. Uh, we don't want to be in just another church service, uh, but God, uh, that you would move tonight, God, uh, that you would speak to us, God, uh, that we would hear you, God, uh, and obey uh, what thus saith the Lord. Uh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody, clap your hands right now. Uh, in the fear of the Lord, you may be seated. And I want to preach to you tonight with the help of the Holy Ghost. Is faith one-on-one. I guess just to say teach one-on-one, like, like, a, like a classroom setting, amen? Amen. I believe that this is going to be a foundational preaching or teaching for the rest of the year. I believe tonight that God is going to give us something if we are willing to listen and willing to, to hear ourselves and, and understand ourselves in the word of God. God wants to be able to do something in us tonight that's going to be a catalyst for something greater on in the, at, the end of this, at the end of this year. Amen. And throughout the whole year. Amen, somebody. I believe that if you are careful, you're going to be able to receive some nuggets, although you might understand and you say that you believe and you say that you are already have a covenant with God. Please do not sleep on me tonight. Hebrews 11, beginning at verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right? Faith is something that is evidence of things that we don't see currently. When we don't see it happening, we have faith, uh, and that faith is evidence of the things that we want to see, amen. 
For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. We understand that there's things that we don't even see, but they make up other things, uh, and they do appear. Amen. And he says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony, <laughs> that he pleased God. Well, how do we please God? But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I know I'm just reading the scriptures right now, but that is enough for amens and hand claps like we're doing tonight. That is appropriate because you know what? The word of God is sure. The word of God we can stand upon. Amen, somebody. Amen. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. What's powerful so far in everything that I've been reading and I'm going to continue to read, you see that faith has action. Faith has movement. Faith is not just in the mind, uh, but there are things that come along with faith. Amen, somebody. Amen. In the year of dreams becoming reality, we need to understand faith. Amen, somebody. The primary thing we need to understand this year is that we can't just believe something and it will happen. Amen? And our foundation of this starts with our salvation. We have to understand what do we need to do to be saved. We need to think about our salvation and make sure that we are right with God before we desire any earthly desires. Amen? I said we need to make sure that we are repenting daily. We need to make sure that we've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. We need to make sure that you've been filled with the Holy Ghost and that you have spoken in tongues as the Spirit has given utterance. You need to make sure that these things have occurred before you subscribe to your dreams becoming reality. Amen? What does this look like? How do we respond to the things of God? Hopefully, with the help of the Holy Ghost, we can talk about it tonight. But James 2 and 14 says, What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? I like this. It says save. The root word for salvation is to save. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, verse 15, now verse 16, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not the things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? He says, though a man say he have faith, and he has not works, right? Or, or I'm sorry, it says, a man say, yeah, he have faith, have not works, can faith save him? Can you be saved just by having faith in God? The question is presented to everybody, and then he gives us an example. He says, listen, you have a brother or a sister. They're hungry. They're homeless. They need something. And you say to them, bless God. Be filled and warm in Jesus' name. Woo! And then walk away. Is that person helped out by your prayers at all? No, it's not. You have to give them what they need. And if you have faith in God, you need to give God what he needs to verify your faith. Amen, somebody. Verse 17 says, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. 
Faith alone will not bring you your raise on your job. Come on, somebody. You have dreams of getting more money this year. You have dreams of getting promoted this year. But if you are being a subpar employee, that faith ain't going to bring you anywhere. Come on, somebody. I said faith without works is dead being alone. Yes, God can do it, but will he do it is the question. God can do it, but will you let him do it? God wants to bless you. Will you be the blessing? Faith alone will not bring your home or give you your home that you want to buy if you never go and look for it. God's not going to give you keys uh, to a house and say, hey, this one is yours. You need to be sure that you are being used of God, obeying God, uh, and walking and moving according to what God has to say. Amen, somebody? And ultimately, faith alone will not bring you to heaven. Verse 18, yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. So a lot of people are upset about this works. Bishop, uh, occasionally, whenever I am on social media, I, I join a couple of, you know, groups on Facebook, you know, just to lurk around and see what people are talking about. I rarely comment, but I, I saw this one group, and they said, you know, whoever canonized the book of James, they need to, they need to check their spirit and, and get that book out of the Bible. <laughs> and this wasn't a, a funny discussion. This was people trying to see if there's actual manuscripts that can provide that the book of James is actually a credible source because they can't understand how in one place in the Bible, in Ephesians, it says that the grace of God is given to you without works. But in James, it, it emphatically declares that you must work with your faith. That ought to scare some of us. If there's people that you're talking to and they say, yeah, I don't read the book of James, uh, you need to move on from talking to that individual, amen. Don't let them give you advice about the things of God. I want to stand on what the word of God says, amen. Uh, if it's there, uh, I believe it. Uh, if it's there, uh, I want to obey it. Uh, if it's there, uh, I must live it, amen, somebody. Verse 19, James even nails Nails it down and says, listen, thou believest there is one God. Thou doest well. Good job. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man? He calls him vain. He says, you believe without works. He said, that's vanity. <laughs> that faith without works is dead? To have faith in this one God, which we all preach it, right? Shema Yisrael, Adonai Adohinu, Adonai God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. You believe it, you preach it. But do you have works? Because the devils also believe there's one God. And as far as I'm concerned, and as far as the word of God is concerned, they're not going to heaven, amen? To have faith, it requires action. I'm talking about our salvation because that is our foundation. Jesus Christ is our cornerstone, and he has given us a way to make it into his kingdom that we can speak to him and that we can hear him. And it's important that we take our salvation and we use it as a way to continue on with faith. Whenever faith is brought into the picture, you ought to look back, how did I listen when I was given salvation? If I obeyed it and I listened correctly and I repented and I was baptized and I got filled with the Holy Ghost, when the word of the Lord comes to you, you ought to obey it. You ought to listen. When God says go, you must go. When God says stop, you must stop. If God tells you you need to leave your job, you best believe you ought to leave your job. If God says that your man of God is the man of God for you and not any other church, Guess what, buddy? You better plant your feet here and trust in God. Amen, somebody. 
if you just believe in God and you don't read your word, I believe in God. You really don't believe in God. I'm gonna tell you why. Because you don't know God. How can you believe in something you don't know? I understand believing there is a God, but it's time for us to take that belief in a God to believing in the God of the Bible. Amen, somebody. You believe in a God, and that a God that you believe in is a God that you think of in your head. You created him. You think about what God is. God is so good, he won't send people to hell. No, no, no. You read your word, God is so good. And unfortunately, people choose hell. Amen, somebody. But when you believe in the way that you want to believe, that's you creating God. It's just like you taking some wood and some, and some metal and crafting an image and bowing down to it. When you just believe in God the way you want to believe in God, that's idolatry. We haven't made God ourselves. He made us, uh, and we worship him. Uh, we don't worship our own idea of God, uh, but God tells us who he is. Uh, and the more you read, uh, the more you can understand uh, and trust uh, and believe uh, that he is the same God uh, yesterday, today, and forever. We must believe in him uh, as the scriptures have said it. That is why the book of Mark concerning salvation it says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. When you believe in God in your own way, you're going to say, you know what? I believe I don't need to be baptized. And then you start thinking up as if you're wiser than God. Thinking up scenarios as to where, well, what about this person here in this place? What about them? Well, I want to ask you, are you better than them? Are you better than that thought-up individual in your head? If you aren't, well, good. You understand, God is not a respecter of persons. If salvation was brought to you, salvation was brought to them. If God spoke to you, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not so special where I feel like, you know what, God spoke to me, Bishop. No, no, no. God, he spoke to every single person in here. And salvation, according to the scripture, has appeared to all men. Romans 10 and 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So that means we need to be in our Bibles. Whether it's the preached word, whether it's you reading it, at first Maybe you might find it difficult to read. That's okay. Continue coming to church. But please, don't just believe anything somebody says across the pulpits. Amen, somebody. We need to make sure that we open our word uh, and we pray and we ask God, uh, talk to me, God. Uh, show me. Uh, give me understanding. Uh, I need faith. Uh, faith cometh by hearing uh, and hearing uh, by the word of God. Let's take a look at some of that scripture being fulfilled. In Acts chapter 2, Peter started to correct those that were mocking and saying, these people are drunk. <laughs> he started preaching the word to them. These were people that didn't really believe in Jesus like that. They, they, they were there. They showed up. They heard the upper room, and, and then a, a sound came from heaven, and they were confused, uh, mocking, saying these people are being crazy. They're drunk. And he preached to them concerning prophecy. And the thing which is powerful about him preaching, I'm being funny here, but after he was done preaching, they said, I believe you. Thank you, Bishop. And proceeded to leave the upper room and continue on with their own life and just didn't do anything. No, that's not what happened. When they believed, uh, there was something pr pricked in their hearts. And they said, men and brethren, what shall I do? I believe the words that you are saying. I know there needs to be action to it. What must I do to be saved? What must I do whenever you preach this word? What shall I do? I'm talking about faith one-on-one. When God talks to you and he tells you that you're going to be 
fill in the blank. You're going to be promoted. You're going to buy multiple homes. You're going to have a child. You're going to do this and that or the other. Our response should be, what do I need to do? Time and time again, when you see belief, action occurs. In the book of Acts, when they believed, they were baptized. When they believed, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Colossians 2 and 12 says, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. But some will bring up this idea, well, Abraham believed, and it says that God accounted him for righteousness. They'll read one verse and not continue reading, but let's look at that. Let's go to Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 3. Now, mind you, a couple of chapters before, Abraham, or Abram, was told by God to get out of his country to, to, to move, right? He told him to do something. Right? And he, he obeyed-ish. But anyways, he obeyed. And Genesis 15 and 1, verse 3, says, After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is, is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in mine house is mine heir. And verse 4 says, And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be in thine heir. This shall not be thine heir. But he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So many people will stop here, and they'll take this text and erroneously say that this verse proves that you don't need to do anything, and then try to hit you with a two-piece, a combo, and throw in Ephesians, <laughs> Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Well, let's break this word down. It says, for by grace are you saved through faith. This word here, Brother Trevor, let me know if I'm wrong. If I'm not mistaken, it's, a, it's an adverb. <laughs> While saved is the verb in the sentence. And if you don't know what a verb is, okay, it's a word to describe an action a state or an occurrence. For by grace are ye saved, verb, through adverb, which qualifies the idea of saved, through faith. Amen? This first part of this verse requires action or movement. Can we say this more simply? It requires work. But let's keep reading. And that not of yourselves. You can't do anything to get the grace of God. He has already given us. You can't do anything that caused God uh, to be gracious to us. Uh, you can't put together your own idea on what you must do in order to have the grace of God. It's not of yourselves. Lest people will boast. Unless the Bible does say, if you do 100 Hail Marys, you're going to heaven. If it says it, bless God, let's do it. I haven't found that scripture yet. Unless the Bible says that just believe in your heart and say a prayer, you're good. Then that's not it. Because you're building things up yourself. You're making this, this idol, this ideology, this idea. You're, you're exalting your knowledge above the word of God. And he says you can't do this. You can't <laughs> I'm telling you, this is good. It's all right. I'll, I'm going to go re-listen to this and be happy and be like, woof, hallelujah. 
I'm glad I don't have to make up in my own mind on how I can receive this grace that God has given me. I have a book that tells me exactly what I need to do to be saved. And if I believe that Jesus is God, if I repent of my sins, and if I turn my back to the world and my face to Jesus, and I get baptized in his name and live for him, I'm saved. And if I haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, it's a promise. Amen, somebody. You did your part. Uh, it's a promise. There's many people in here who can testify. They were baptized. Uh, they didn't get the Holy Ghost right away. But it is a promise. You have to take this gift that has been given to you and unleash it. You have to unwrap it. You have to open it. You have to do something with it. And is it funny how James, if you were to go back to James 2, he actually brings up this account in Genesis. James 22 and 21 says, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect? These works are okay if God tells you to do them, amen? I said works are okay if God tells you to do them. But if you're getting works for your own self, saying look, look at me, selfie, just fed the homeless, I'm going to heaven. Do you understand? That's what the word of God is talking about. Oh look, I gave so many bankrolls to the church, I'm going to heaven. Do you understand? The word of God doesn't say this. It says for us to repent. It says to be baptized. It says that we will get filled with the Holy Ghost. He told Abraham to take thine son, thine only son, and bring him to the altar. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. 23 says, and the scripture was fulfilled, which saith Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, meaning Abraham had believed, but that scripture or that prophecy or that understanding that God imputed already for righteousness wasn't even fulfilled yet. He had to bring his son to the mountain and go and sacrifice him so the scripture can be fulfilled. I 100% believe that there's people out there that believe in God, but their salvation has not been fulfilled yet. And that might be you in this house tonight. Maybe you believe God. Maybe you pray. Maybe you are always seeking after God, but maybe your salvation hasn't been fulfilled yet. Again, I know that there's not that many guests here tonight, and I'm preaching to the proverbial choir, but this is our foundational text and understanding what we must do to have faith in the things that God has given us. We're really good at obeying the scripture. Hands to you, apostolic, that's baptized, that's filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, that's repented and continues to be repented. But what about when God talks to you? What about when God says, hey, you are going to be the head and not the tail. What about when God says uh, that you shall be the lender and not the borrower? What, what about when God says that you're going to receive this, that, or the other? Do we obey God when he talks to us? Hallelujah. We can't sit around and have the wrong idea of faith and belief. Dreaming dreams and not realizing what God requires for us for these dreams to come to pass. If you have a vision for your ministry, what are you doing for the, this next 100 days? What are you doing the, the next three months? What, what have you written down and, and what have you prayed about it? And what do you see God doing through you this next year? We can dream big, Sister Tabitha, but if we don't put the work to it, will the dream come to pass? Though a man say he have faith and have not works, can faith save him? 
I have dreams of doing great things for God this year. But I won't put aside the social media. I won't put aside my carnality. I won't put aside the things I want to do. Can God do these great things through you this year? Can I repeat myself just a little bit? Faith alone will not bring you your raise at your job. Faith alone will not bring you your home that you want to buy. Faith alone will not grow the Sunday school. Faith alone will not grow women's ministry. Faith alone will not grow men's ministry. Faith alone will not fill the balconies. Faith alone will not fill the buses. Faith alone will not bring the youth to our youth group. Faith alone will not bring young adults to rooted to seven uh, faith alone is dead faith alone won't bring our dreams our dreams to reality musicians here come let's take a look at Abraham and how he handled faith how he handled the dreams that of having a child Genesis 12 and 1 it says now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curseth thee and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God tells Abraham what he is going to do for him. And he does move. Abraham isn't perfect. It's funny sometimes when we read the Bible, we tend to look at these individuals and say, man, Abraham messed up. I don't want to do that. But, and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I don't, I don't think that's the point in reading where he did mess up. I think the point is, is that we are fallen humanity and when God gives us a dream, there's going to be steps that we take where we might mess up. Amen, somebody? Abraham doesn't, if, we, if you read, if you read after that, there's nowhere where Abraham talks to God. God's talking to him. He tells him, I'm going to do this. This is going to, what's going to happen with you, Pastor Philosopher. Brother Eddie, this is what's going to happen to you guys. But Abraham doesn't say anything back to God. He kind of just moves forward. And life happens and things occur. And God appears unto Abraham again in Genesis 15 and 1. He says, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Mind you, God doesn't even bring up the child doesn't bring up the blessings. He doesn't bring up anything else. And Abraham, waiting on the word of God, he says, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? I wonder sometimes when God has given us the vision or the dream, and we haven't seen it come to pass, but instead of us praying and talking to God, say, God, uh, you said this of me. Uh, what must I do? Uh, what, when are you going to actualize your promise? Instead, a lot of us are quiet. A lot of us, the dreams, the dreams die. The visions die. But I believe it's imperative for us to continue to ask God, God, you said this was going to happen, uh, and I'm holding you to your word, God. I'm holding you to what your word says, God. And what's powerful is Abraham made mistakes. God told him he's going to have a child, and, and he went a different way. He stepped out and did whatever he thought, and, and a lot of times we as individuals will read that and say, you know what, I don't want to move because I don't want to be like Abraham and have Ishmael, which I believe is fair. That's a fair mindset. But Ishmael was used for good, amen? God used Ishmael. God blessed Ishmael. 
and God used him as a, as a teaching point. And that's another teaching time there. But Ishmael had 12 sons, and they were all blessed. And Ishmael was used as an allegory to the, 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 the Old Testament and not the New Testament. Amen? What I'm trying to say is we cannot let fear stop us from doing what God wants us to do. I don't know about you, but I don't feel greater than Abraham. I don't feel greater than the other men that are written in this book, but I'm not going to let fear stop me from moving when God wants me to move. Abraham messed up, David made mistakes, but God's mercy endures forever. And I wonder, in the beginning of this year, if we all can, can understand that God, your mercies are true. God, I want you to move in my life. And so long as we have the right spirit, so long as we pray, God, uh, help me not do this my own way, but God, uh, whatever thus saith the Lord, I believe that God has things for everybody in here if we just obey and move. Amen. You guys can stand. I don't feel that I need to qualify myself, but let me say this. God has given you a man of God for a reason. Amen? Don't go act out on your dreams, disobeying what the man of God told you to do. Amen, somebody. That's what happened with the people of Korah. They said, Moses, you're not the only person that hears from God which might be true, but spiritual authority is greater than whatever you think that God is saying to you, amen. Come on, somebody. This year, I have some crazy dreams. I do. And they're so crazy that I find myself not sure what to do, Brother Hudson. I find myself looking at a situation and seeing what makes sense to do and then what God is telling me to do. And I, I find myself, and we're, we're only a few days in, right? <laughs> Nine days in. And I find myself, man, can I do this? Am I able to do this with God? I know with God all things are possible, but God, uh, with my belief, uh, there, there's, there's unbelief. And I wonder if we can trust God and when we can be open to God in prayer and say, God, I believe you. I will move how you're telling me to move, but God, in my belief, there is some unbelief. And I wonder what God can do for us in this house if we were real to him and talk to him and just let him know, Jesus, I'm just dust. You know my frame, God. You know my thoughts are far off, Lord. Uh, you know what's there, God, but I just need you, God. We can't be fearful of making a mistake. I believe that God is gonna do something great if, if, if we just let him, amen, church. Hallelujah. Come on, let's, let's all pray right now. Let's lift our voice to him, Jesus. you will mold us today, Jesus. Lord, encourage us tonight, God. There's word, there's a word that you have for us, God. There's a hope and plan that you have for the families here at the Rock Church, God. Lord, let us not be deceived by division. Let us not be deceived by discord. But God, let us move with what you're telling us to do.
God is God what should I do I wonder if we could take just a moment right here and lift our hands and say God what do you want me to do come on right all over this building right here on this Tuesday night would you lift up your hands and your voice right now I believe if you'll ask God will speak to you right now Come on, I believe if you ask, God will speak to you in this building right now with your hands lifted. Come on, the book of James says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not. He won't withhold instruction. He won't withhold wisdom from you. He won't withhold. Come on, somebody, right now. Come on, if you'll ask in faith, Come on, if you'll ask in faith, God, show me uh, the next step. Uh, show me what I'm supposed to do. Uh, show me what I'm supposed to say. Uh, show me. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here right now. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost in here right now. Come on, can you see it as God speaks to you? Uh, come on, some of you, the Holy Ghost is confirming uh, what he's already been telling you tonight. Uh, some of us, the Holy Ghost is just confirming uh, what he's already been dealing with you about in your heart. Uh, the Holy Ghost is just confirming things uh, that God's already been urging you and working on you. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on, in Jesus' name. Uh, I see it, God. Uh, now what do I do about what I see? Now the next thing I want us to pray is we ask God and God said, here's what I want you to do. Now I want us to take a moment to pray and I want you to begin to pray and see yourself doing what God said you would do. Come on, I mean, I, it may not be your reality at the moment, uh, but I wonder, can you see yourself uh, the way God sees you right now? Come on, uh, one more time, lift up your hands, uh, lift up your voice. Uh, I want you to begin to pray right now uh, and see yourself uh, doing what God said to do. Uh, Come on, I can do all things uh, through uh, Christ. Uh, I can do it. Uh, God, if you said it, uh, then I can accomplish it. Uh, I can do it. Come on, in Jesus' name. Uh, 
has made you whole he said your faith has made you whole now to understand that you just have to back up and realize that before she ever got there the Bible says that she said within herself if I can just touch the hem of his garment I know I can be made whole. That was her words of faith. The next thing she did is she acted upon her words of faith. She had to crawl. She had to press. It wasn't easy, but she put her faith into action. And it was then that she touched his garment and he said, thy faith hath made Oh, I wonder if somebody in the building uh, would just lift up your hands uh, and begin to pray like she did. Uh, if I could just touch uh, the hem uh, of his Lord, uh, if I could just do uh, what you're showing me. Uh, Lord, if I could just make uh, that first step. Uh, God, if I could just take uh, the initiative. Uh, Lord, come on. Uh, pray it. Uh, until fear has to leave you. Pray it until doubt has to leave your spirit. Pray it until you have no choice but to move on what God says. Come on. Come on, there it is. Somebody release your faith in this house. Somebody give him a great praise all over this house. 
Come on, faith learns how to praise Him in advance. Praise learns how to worship Him like it's already done. Praise is Abraham saying, my son, God will provide. Hey, I wish somebody would take about 30 seconds and release a worship in the building that will provoke the promises of God that are over your life. It's already done. Come on, somebody. It's already done. God said it, and it's already done. I just have to keep walking until I catch up with his word. I just have to keep on walking until I catch up with his promise. I've just got to stay faithful until I stumble up on what God has already. Somebody that believes that ought to lift your voice as loud as you can get it in this place. I'm walking into my promise. I'm walking into my promise. I feel something breaking loose all over the house right now. I feel something breaking loose in this place right now. I'm walking into it. I'm pressing my way into it. Yes. Yes. Come on, one more time. Give him a great praise in this house. I feel the faith of God in this place tonight. Hallelujah. You believe that you serve a God that nothing is impossible for him? I got five amen, 16 Catholic head nod, five Presbyterian wobbles. I said, is there anybody in the building tonight who serves a God that nothing, I said nothing, Nothing is impossible for if that's the God you serve. You ought to serve notice to your future and your destiny right now that every word is going to come to pass. That every promise is going to Nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. Woo! Go ahead, Brother Renee. Put a praise on it tonight. Yes! Go ahead, Brother Preston. Praise him like it's already done, sir. Go ahead, Sister Moore. Go ahead, Brother Moore. It's already done. My God, somebody's walking in it tonight. Somebody's taking dominion. Go ahead, Sister Jazz. Go ahead, Sister Samantha. Yes! Yes, come on. What are we doing tonight? We're exercising our faith in this place. We're exercising our faith. We're aligning ourselves with the Word of God. We're aligning ourselves with the promise of God. We're aligning ourselves with the dream of God. Yes! shifting in this place right now. I know it's just a Tuesday night, but something is shifting in this altar right now. On this Tuesday night, somebody's tomorrow 
is shifting. Somebody's next week is changing. Somebody's year is turning. According to your faith, be it unto. What do you got the faith to release tonight? What do you have the faith to release tonight? Open your mouth and release it into the atmosphere of this place. Hey! Hey! Somebody speak it tonight. Somebody shout it tonight. Somebody declare it tonight. Somebody prophesy it tonight. Let the weak say I'm strong. Let the sick say I'm healed. Let the poor say I'm blessed. Somebody uh, needs to grab this before you leave. Woo! Go ahead, Sister Keisha Mitchell. Uh, praise him like it's already done. Praise him like it. Yeah, <laughs> 